Welcome to Biota Live. I'm Tom Barbelay, and this show is recorded live on June 19th, 2009. For more information on the Biota Podcasts, check out biota.org slash podcast. As folks will remember, we're now doing the show live on TalkShoe Friday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific, every other Friday. And the easiest way to get the call-in information is to go to biota.org slash podcast, and that will give you the information with regards to calling in the show. It will give you the information with regards to the live chat. The previous Biota Lives, the chat has just been on fire through TalkShoe. I think we've made the right decision moving over to TalkShoe uh, because we get a number of chat participants through, and we have one in the chat already. Um, I'm hoping this evening to have Gerald de Jong and William R. Buckley on, but there may be others that call in as well. The next episode on July 3rd, Artificial Life and Nationalism. This in part is inspired by the book Wired for War, which contains a, an interesting discussion associated with Rodney Brooks' iRobot company and the assistance of the military and these kind of things. And it also gives me the wonderful opportunity to play the 4th of July version of the uh, Biota Live theme. So uh, next episode, July 3rd, uh, Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific, Wired for War. So I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Brian Pelton and a, a late shout-out with regards to the birth of his daughter, Fiona. I heard from Brian this week as I'm attempting to record the visions of the Evo Grid, and I'd like to get Brian's feedback, obviously, that uh, he and his wife had a, a daughter, Fiona, in January of this year. Um, so congratulations out to, to Brian. News associated with Biota 5. Well, um, I think Dick Gordon Swamp currently probably working on the, a new book. He seems to have a, a book out every other month. Uh, but the news with regards to Biota 5 is 2011 uh, at the University of Manitoba, where Dick Gordon is based. Three tracks was described previously, Origins of Artificial Life, which carries on with Bruce Damer's Evo Grid-related discussion and probably A-Life 1, uh, sorry, A-Life 12, uh, as it's going to occur. Artificial Life Perspective in the Dialogue Between Science, Philosophy and Religion, which obviously carries on from Dick Gordon's book, and bridging the gap between artificial life in industry, academia, and as a hobby with a game subtrack. I've announced this in my previous Biota Lives, um, and I think as the time gets closer, Dick will be uh, no doubt contacting the community and, and soliciting assistance with regards to that. But I want to put the announcement out there that we are actually planning a Biota conference. On a personal note, in the middle of September, I'm going to be attending uh, Greytham Silicon Valley. This is going to be the first trip that I've had uh, with the new job, so it'll be wonderful to uh, get out and meet a wide variety of folks who I've only ever, you know, communicated with through this very podcast. I had to meet people such as Jeffrey Ventrella, Zan Gill, uh, Bruce Damon's videographer, Al Lundell, a wide variety of folk um, who have participated, obviously Scott Davis and Scott Schaefer. I mean, the, the folks who uh, who attend the Grayson Silicon Valley, you know, these are people that I've been in some form of communication with for a number of years now. And I think, uh, on a personal note, it may actually be quite a moving experience <laughs> to finally put, uh, you know, faces to names and names to faces and particularly voices. Um, I'm interested in some feedback, actually, from the community about what they'd like to see me speak on. One of my thought was originally was to do three 20-minute talks on uh, aspects of the biotic community and Noble Ape. I'm getting very heavily back into Ape Script, which is the scripting language associated with Noble Ape. And, uh, you know, it would be wonderful to be able to do a demonstration to that, uh, for that at SRI, um, potentially the Noble Ape Cognitive Simulation. 
I think we have Gerald de Jong in the chat. Um, Gerald, are you are you able to call in, or are you having problems calling in? I had some problems calling in, so I'm not sure if Gerald's having problems or whether he'll come on the chat shortly. Anyway, I'll uh, I'll move back to uh, my time in the Bay Area in a minute when Gerald's on the call. Uh, but I, I'm asking for feedback with regards to the visions of the EvoGrid series. Uh, we had Natasha Vitamore on last week. There were a number of folk in the chat room. Unfortunately, I don't follow the chat through the, the visions part of the uh, recording. I do via Bios Live, but not through the visions because I like to concentrate on the guests. Now, important part with regards to the Natasha Vitamore conversation, um, there was all, probably 20 minutes in the centre of the, the conversation that I actually cut from the recording, primarily because she was really interviewing me more than I was uh, talking to her. It was quite curious. My wife came home halfway through and thought that I was actually being interviewed rather than me talking to Natasha Vita Moore. So what I've done uh, is invited Natasha back onto a bio to live so other folks in the community can, can answer some of her questions and also ask her some questions, I think, the general feedback that I got from that particular vision of the Evo Grid was that there were, uh, you know, a number of additional questions that people had, and I hope to have Natasha on a bio to live in the near future in order to jam with her more and certainly have folks in the community uh, call in and, and participate as well. I looked at the uh, podcast numbers recently. These are actually the download numbers associated with the podcast, both via the site and from iTunes and from a wide variety of sources, and. Um, the numbers seem to have decreased quite dramatically. I'm not really sure what that is, uh, you know, related to. There had been some problem with regards to downloads from uh, Chinese uh, audio search sites, which I think has hit all podcasters, and now they've dropped off. I think I've heard reports from a number of podcasters that their numbers have decreased. But I'm wondering, and this is feedback that I really need from the community, I'm wondering if people have just reached a degree of saturation with regards to the EvoGrid-related discussion. I kind of have some concern that people may be either just, you know, less interested in talking about it or would much rather hear from folks such as Gerald and myself and, and others in the community with regards to our own specific projects. And certainly I'm relatively receptive to that. Um, so if people are actually interested in, in hearing more from us, so to speak, and less on the EvoGrid, please do give feedback. I think what will probably happen is the visions of the EvoGrid series will slow down a little and we'll probably have more uh, traditional biota-related discussion coming through the podcast and also new discussion. I mean, if you have topics or directions or areas that you'd like to see the podcast go in, uh, you know, please feel free to, uh, you know, submit questions or topics or actively participate, uh, more importantly. So uh, Biota Eve, this project was started off in some regard as a spin-off of the EVO group, but I like to say historically... It's actually been discussed in the biota community since the late 90s. So, so far we've had contributors from uh, Gerald de Jung with his Darwin at Home XML phenotypes, Bion Noble 8 XML phenotypes, and Scott Schaefer's Micropond uh, XML phenotypes. Well, this week we had some correspondence with Dave Kerr. Now, Dave Kerr is a, a name in the community. If folks who've listened to the podcast series prior to Biota Live will remember Dave Kerr's Nature, N-A-I-T-U-R-E, or AI Planets. I mean, Dave Kerr has been developing artificial life for well more than a decade now, and it would be wonderful to have him back on a biota live. However, he is um, he's considering submitting an XML phenotype, and I think when, when Dave starts getting involved in particular, uh, it will, uh, you know, it will uh, no doubt... Uh, 
be something the community can benefit from, particularly with regards to just having an additional simulator. If you are an artificial life simulator, I really would encourage you to actively participate in the Biotary project. It's kind of on a, a slow simmer currently. I think that's the nature of these things that they just go through uh, various fluxes. Um, but I mean, Biotary in particular is something that the community has been talking about for uh, well more than a decade now. So. You know, it's something that I think, uh, you know, the more the merrier, although I'm sure with the three existing, possibly four or five future contributors, uh, we'll be able to generate something. And that's, you know, half the real issue with regards to actually uh, getting these simulations uh, communicating. Hello? Hello there, Tom. Good to speak to you, Gerald. How are you this morning? Very good, although it is a little early. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I was thinking that we should try recording at other times as well. However, this Friday night seems to fit in, um, you know, relatively easily with my schedule. And also, uh, Peter Newman in Australia has been saying that he'll call in uh, at one time. So I think we may have to split it up just to make it a little easier for you folk. Oh, we've got Peter Newman on the chat. Speaking here, Piers. So, hello, Peter. Please consider calling in if you're interested. Um, the contact details should be in the chat-related stuff too, Peter. It would be wonderful to have you on the discussion, particularly to talk about your current developments with the EvoGrid. So, Gerald, I mean, I'm, have you had a chance to listen to the Natasha Vita Moore visions of the EvoGrid yet? Oh, yeah, listen to that. That was, uh, was a good show. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean... In terms of EvoGrid saturation, you've been an EvoGrid naysayer, but you've also been quite interested in the kind of continued discussion. Do you think we're currently oversaturating the audience with EvoGrid-related stuff, or would you like to see more? Um, well, it depends on uh, what. Like uh, I said last time, the, um, the uh, I'd like to see eventually something, something realized in some form or other. So... Uh, I want to get into the engineering of it. So, uh, is there any uh, if there's any opportunity to discuss that, then uh, I'm into it. Well, that's really uh, Peter's forte. So, um, well, Peter, Peter's asking. He doesn't even know what we're talking about this evening. Peter, if you call in, we will talk about whatever you want to talk about. How does that <laughs> sound? Well, Peter is the primary engineer of the EvoGrid currently. I mean, he's the one who's running the chemical simulations and giving, you know, giving direct feedback to Bruce. So, I mean, really, uh, it'd be wonderful having Peter on the call this evening just to have a chance to uh, to chat specifically about what he's doing and how this fits into the kind of broader EvoGrid-related uh, discussion. So, Peter, if you want to call in, we'll certainly take your call. But... Um, I mean, as you were listening in, Gerald, I'm going to be flying to the Bay Area in mid-September to do one of these Graytham presentations. It seems quite ironic because I was promoting Graytham prior to even, you know, Graytham Bay Area, these kind of things. If you were to see me give a talk, what would you like to see me give a talk on? You mean related to the Eagle, Eagle Grid or just anything, anything Tom Barbalay? Anything, anything Tom Barbalay. Hmm, okay. Uh, let me see... Um, I think I'd uh, I'd want to see uh, uh, an uh, I'd like to, oh yeah I know what I'd like to do I'd like to give uh, I'd like you to give a, a code based tour of uh, Noble Ape oh yeah so we just point out particular sections and uh, and describe uh, how they uh, how they actually function and stuff like that. 
So I was thinking of doing that as a video podcast anyway. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I was also I was also looking to uh, eventually I would like to do some sort of um, sort of online publication that, that is in a very friendly form. And and on the one hand, and I've done stuff with video before, but um, actually, what I'd like to do, I think, preferred medium would be something like. Uh, um, I've seen these things where you've got a sort of audio and a slideshow, and, and if you can put that online, uh, I think it costs money though, so I haven't really looked into it uh, in depth. But that would be the kind of thing to have, where you could, you know, f- show certain images and then even jump into uh, sections of the code while you're listening to audio. I don't think it necessarily requires you and me to get into the into the views, you know, to be filmed directly. <laughs> Certainly. I, I had to, I'm not sure if you saw on the Noble 8 site, but um, a couple of computers ago, I did attempt to do that with a kind of tight zoom on uh, ape script code and me doing um, very patchy voiceover. Yeah, but, this, this sort of thing is ideal. I mean, we've got to make more media like this because uh, it turns out to be so much more accessible for uh, for new people. You know, if you can just stumble across a video, then uh, then suddenly it all comes to life really quickly. I was thinking, I mean, I'm exploring wikis currently, and one of the features I like is embedded audio in wikis. Do you think it could almost be like a a kind of tour guide of the source code where you clicked on audio links and then you got, you know, an explanation associated with the various bits of source code? Do you think that would work? That sounds pretty good, actually. Never never thought of that, uh, embedded chunks of audio, but that's, that makes some sense. Hmm. Okay, you've got me sounds, thinking. It sounds, it sounds easy to do as well. That's uh, one of the advantages. Yeah, my wife's going to Southern California for Father's Day, so I've got the house to myself for a, a couple of days. So um, I'll certainly think about that, Gerald. I think that's a good idea. So, hey, Tom, um, did you did you uh, did you hear that, uh, or did you see on Twitter that I've uh, called another Greatham meeting in Holland? Oh no, I didn't see that. Please announce it. Yeah, well, um, I've, uh, for, I just uh, sent a, uh, an email to the mailing list uh, of the Great Thumb Netherlands, uh, and just out of the blue, because um, because I wanted to, uh, I've been wanting for quite a while now to set up another meeting, but I really didn't have a, a good enough theme for it because I'm I'm tired of being the uh, preacher of Darwin at home as you know sort of the main attraction. We did that once and. And then actually again, sort of, but there are other people, of course. Uh, but, you know, I'm always, I always tend to uh, give my story again. And, uh, you know, it's not uh, actually, it's not a bad idea. It's just that it's not progressing uh, terribly quickly at this very moment because I'm doing too much work. Um, but uh, soon it'll start picking up and then it might, it'll be worthwhile because I'll have more new things to see, to show. But um, actually, from uh, uh, attending Dick Gordon's course uh, last week, where William Buckley, or it wasn't last week, it was a couple of weeks ago, where William Buckley uh, presented his, uh, or presented uh, us this program called Golly. Have you ever heard of that? Certainly, certainly, yes. And um, he was um, he was showing us some really interesting things and, and talking about them in the context of the embryo physics course. And suddenly uh, it occurred to me that this Golly program was really cool and it'd be really good to have a great thumb meeting to sort of focus on that program. And, and I've, I haven't actually filled in the details yet, but I'd like to even do a sort of a workshop where we all, uh, where everybody brings their laptop and, and we just uh, we play around with things and, 
and uh, people show stuff. And as a result, um, because I was, uh, I, I proposed immediately a date, which was the 3rd of July on a Friday, and a location, which is my office uh, overlooking Rotterdam. Wonderful. And, and so, um, and, and also the program that, uh, that, that we're going to take a look at, it, and, and finally it wasn't me again. So, um, you know, it, was, it all just came together, and everybody's replying back with, sure, that'll, that'll be great, I'll be there. And uh, right now there's already nine attendees, and there's probably going to be a few more. Very good. And I think yeah. this is the true origins of Grace. Um, I mean, certainly if you talk to, you know, Adam Aramenko and, and Brian uh, and, you know, these kind of folk, John Klein, I mean, the origins of Grace on Boston prior to the formalized meetings in some regard was, as you say, these kind of coding afternoons and evenings where they'd get together. And I think that's the origin of, um, of uh, Nanopond or Micropond um, from yeah, there. And, and here uh, in the Netherlands, we haven't done that yet, really. We've had uh, two Graytham meetings, but they were both in the form of sort of a presentation. Uh, or several presentations, and uh, and this is uh, this is going to be different because we can all sort of sit around the same uh, nice long table, and uh, we can uh, share a video screen in the form of a, a television that you can hook up to your uh, laptop. You know, it's a table where we can all sit around. So I'm looking forward to having some really interesting discussions and exploring that uh, Golly program a bit more. By the way, Golly was really uh, it looks like it's been really uh, carefully written to be. Uh, efficient at, at doing uh, sort of game of life things and uh, uh, that seems to be able to do uh, quite impressive uh, impressive models. So as tends to be the case, we're being asked from the chat room to give an introduction of ourselves. Um, Gerald, do you want to introduce who you are? Sure, my name is Gerald Young and uh, I'm living in the Netherlands, although I'm originally Canadian. Um, my uh, claim to fame in this context is my project called Darwin at Home, which uh, is something that's been going on for a good number of years, more than 10. And um, at the moment, it's evolving towards, if I can use, if I can overuse the word evolve, it's uh, evolving towards uh, becoming an evolution game uh, and I haven't been able to spend too much time on it recently, but I expect, uh, I'm going to force myself at least to uh, make some sort of a release of a first version at the very least sometime this year. Of course, this is a part-time activity. And um, the idea is to uh, sort of build a community of people who like to uh, play around with uh, with evolution and see if I can, uh, see if I can, I can expand it and, uh, and get people understanding evolution as a result of playing a game. And in terms and that, of the context of Biota, who are you? Yeah, well, I've, I've uh, known Bruce Damer for, for, for quite some time, for ages, actually. And uh, we meet every, uh, every few years when we're uh, in a similar geographic location. I just uh, happened to have encountered him recently in London, uh, when I uh, when he was uh, he was there and I happened to be there as well on a on a vacation so that was uh, was wonderful it doesn't happen frequently but uh, when we meet it's always good and um, I attended the second and the third biota conferences in uh, Cambridge and then in San Jose and participated in both of them and uh, this was uh, a really exciting uh, period 
Um, yeah, and, and I've been in the, on the Biota Live podcast a number of times, and I have my own podcast at darwinathome.org. And my name is Tom Barbele. I'm currently speaking to you from Las Vegas, Nevada. I've been developing a project called Noble Apes since 1996, although a number of the ideas predate it. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm the current editor of the uh, Biota website, and Bruce used the term director to describe me recently with regards to this whole biota thing, and I thought it was a, a bit overdone, but um, that's the short answer of who I am. Similarly, I have a website, nobleape.com, uh, and biota.org will get you information on, on Gerald and uh, my work and related uh, you know, web links and other stuff, so that's the place to go.